I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Hey guys, welcome in. It's another Panther Rants podcast. Juan Harris here. Coming to you live from uh, some sort of fitness center. Outside of Mount Lebanon somewhere. It's right around here. And I see some ladies and some tights walking around here. And hey, cool. But in other words, otherwise, I'm here, I'm here from Houston. I'm, you know, coming from Houston. Obviously, visit the family, got the kids up, all that stuff. Obviously, my significant other loves to work out. So she was looking for some classes here I guess she's a Zumba fanatic but the thing is the Zumba is a lot more common in Houston than up in Pittsburgh just from what our, from what we looked at and not to mention Zumba just about almost anybody on the block can have a Zumba class that's just kind of how it is down there it's you know it's Latin music and of course Houston has a gigantic bigger Latin population so there you have it up here it's a little different but she found a hip-hop dance class, and and she was excited about it. But she gave me the location of the place, and it was Mount Lebanon. And I'm like, hmm. We pull up, and she saw you know, but you know, a bunch of white girls. And she said, I'm, gonna be, I'm about to be the only black person in this class, aren't I? And I said, yeah, probably. And I kind of laughed a little bit. But they've all, they're, they're obviously, from what I've Gathered or excited that she's in this class. I'm, I'm thinking my Lebanon's more of a democratic uh, type of, more of a liberal type of sit, you know neighborhood. So, you know, maybe they're welcome with open arms. Who knows? She's you know, you know, like a celebrity, I guess. But um, basically, we were here. We were supposed to be here actually Sunday. We left Saturday, and eight miles past Lake Charles, Louisiana, I noticed in my car, and I have you know two car two two car payments left. It stopped accelerating, and and, and what made what made it bad was I was on freaking flat land at that point, trying to accelerate, and I'm sitting there, I give it some more gas. Not next thing you know, my RPMs are going up to six thousand, and my my uh, speed limit's going down. I mean, I was down to forty miles an hour. And I had to get over in the right hand lane, and I told I told it was told her I was like, "Yeah, I think my transmission's going down." And she's like, "How do you know?" I was like, "Well, I was like, 
my speed limit keeps decreasing. It's not I'm not accelerating, and I'm and my RPMs are shooting up to six thousand because you know because I've driven on a bad transmission before, and I'm telling you what, that's a freaking horrible thing. You know, I my Chevy Blazer back you know back in the day. It's our transmission one. I think it making a hundred thousand miles, and I remember that thing. I couldn't get that thing up to forty miles an hour before the before the transmission started. You know, before, you know, forty RPMs you know kicked. And um, but this Nissan, it didn't make it eight thousand miles, and it died. I mean, so I had to trade my car in, and I got a new car. And so obviously the kids were looking forward to this trip. So I could have easily said, "No, we're not doing this." But at the end of the day, you, you know, you with, for your kids, you just you find ways. And so as soon as I got the car, we drove up to um, we got to Memphis. And we stayed there the night, and I could tell, you know, with Memphis, you know, I, I mean. I could see not really being a fit for like any type of Power Five conferences because, good lord, you know, other than other than going over the over to Mississippi, I mean, it wasn't there wasn't you know Memphis didn't have much to write home about. Uh, you know, Tennessee actually is a nice city. I mean, if you take some of the uh, the redneckery aside, I mean, Nathan Bedford Forest has a um, has his own national uh, park, Air Park or Wild Forest, one of the two dedicated to him. And if you remember, the guy was the guy founded the KKK, and I really need to, you know, obviously it kind of strikes me a little bit, not triggers me, but I have to do some research on this to see how this guy has his own park dedicated to him. I mean, I, I get it's the South; they have freaking Confederate statues and shit. So I gotta look that up. But Tennessee's a you know beautiful beautiful town. I mean, Nashville's really, really nice. We drove through Nashville. Louisville, you know, we drove through Kentucky, and of course there was the whole Bourbon Trail. You know, there was the Maker's Mark exit, the Jim Beam, the Jack Daniels exit, and of course we went through Cincinnati. And you know, I never really been to Cincinnati, and then you know, Cincinnati's a beautiful city. I mean, I went through it. And, I mean, good lord, I mean, it struck me really, really. It's really nice, really nice, really nice city. I mean, I mean, just for the looks of it, kids obviously love downtown, and you know, they had a blast. So they're here and they're enjoying Pittsburgh right now, and and I am too. Obviously, you know it's good to be back. Good to ch- want to check out a lot of things still, and hopefully I get to do it. But uh, we'll dig into some things here. Obviously, the first thing is you know Brad Wanamaker. I guess um, as y'all know, he got a contract with the Celtics. He's, you know, he's he signed, and obviously he could have made some more money overseas, but he's gonna take take less money and go go pro. And you know, obviously, me personally, maybe because I'm not an NBA pl- a, ba- a, a pro basketball player. Personally, I would just I'd, I'd give two flying fucks about the NBA playing NBA. I just take the overseas money, but at the end, of, but I'm not a pro player, so obviously I can't really, you know, be an expert on this. Can't judge the guy. I mean. When you grow up as a kid, you want to play the NBA. That's what you dream about. So he's taken. He's, he's got this opportunity. So he's going to do it, and I can't blame him for it. You know, at least he can say he played in the pros. I mean, it doesn't surprise me he got a chance because if you if you watched him in college, 
Wanamaker was actually a really good player. It just uh, to me, it seemed like he he left a lot of points on the floor. I always thought there was times where he could have took control of games and been that been that guy. And he just it's it's just seemed too he seemed too passive at the times, and maybe it's because that's how Jimmy's offense was, and you know that's how you know it was designed, but. May, or just maybe that's just how he was. I mean, it's hard to say, but he was he was a really solid player for Pitt. So it doesn't surprise me he's getting his opportunity to um, to go pro. But as far as the NBA goes, free agency hit, and you know the Warriors obviously got richer getting getting Cousins, but he's gonna be hurt. He's hurt for most of the year, and it's hard to say how he's gonna be because. Or how things are going to be with him there. Because the Pelicans got a lot better when he was hurt. Because a lot of people said that he was, you know, he can be a, he could be a locker room killer sometimes. And, uh... But, you know, as far as LeBron goes... You know, he's not really getting much... Help, I guess. I mean, he's got almost a similar team in Cle- from what we had in Cleveland. Although, yeah, there's some more players. I mean, Lavar Ball is much, much, or not Lavar Ball, but to the, um, the Ball kid, I guess I, sh- I should say, because I don't know his freaking name. There's Leangelo, was one of them. Lamelo, or I guess is Lamelo Ball, one of two. It's one of the, it's one of the freaking Ball Ball kids. I don't, I forget. Excuse me, guys. My brain is like fried right now, but he's got him. He's got Kuzma, so he's got those two. They let they let Randall go, which kind of which kind of struck me a little bit because he's actually still a good player. So I don't get you know why they got rid of him. I guess they were trying to get the cousins and. That obviously didn't didn't help as he went to the th- he, he went to it, but uh, supposedly um, as far as the Rockets go, I mean they got Chris Paul back, but they they're supposedly gonna lose Clint Capella if they haven't already. You know it depends you know it depends on what Twitter Twitter says, but um, Although he may, he may. Although Capella may sign with the uh, Rockets, it depends. But you know, I think the Lakers thing for LeBron will be a two-year. I guess Magic says it's gonna be a two-year project. So Anthony Davis is gonna be a um, free agent probably after this year. So he may end up there as well. So I mean, the West keeps shifting. You know, everything keeps shifting the West, shifting West. And um, yeah. Pretty much the East. I would, you know, you can't really rule it the East yet. I mean, you got the Celtics still; they have a really good team, and they're always going to be ch- challenge. You know, they're, they're going to challenge. So we'll see what happens. Now let's dig into one other thing. We got, um, you know, something pit related. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is in some more hot water again. And if, we, and if you all knew, he um, got into some stuff. 
obviously his the girl he was he was dating at the time if, if, if I'm getting it right she posted a picture on Instagram of her pretty much well let's just say she got beat pretty bad and I guess she accused LaShawn McCoy of it and LaShawn supposedly beat his dog and everything else I'm not really what to make of what's going on. All I can say is you, can, you have to wait till the fact. Just wait till it comes out. Because we don't know what happened. And this, this is the thing about Lashawn McCoy is he was great at Pitt, but it, it just seems like ever since he's got to the pros, he just can't keep himself out of stuff like this. I mean, it wasn't too long ago the guy was. Um, He, um, I guess he was in some stuff with the police. He got, I guess, supposedly attacked some policemen, or but he was clear of the charges. And of course, you know, like, like Chris, like Chris Carter said, you always gotta fall, guys. Guys, you're gonna have to do your dirty work, and I don't know this whole, but this whole fall guy stuff would would take this a little far because. Supposedly there was a break in, and, and I guess the, the the guys that demanded this stuff are, is, are things that McCoy, are, is things McCoy wanted from her, or he demanded supposedly. So <clears throat> McCoy obviously has hired some a really good lawyer, and he's handled other cases. He handled Ben Roethlisberger. So. Obviously, he's going to, you know, state his case if he whether he has anything to do with this or not. I mean, if he physically would have done this, he pretty much played his last down in the NFL. There's no way in hell he gets back in the league. You know, he's done. And you can pretty much kiss the Hall of Fame goodbye and everything else. And of course, you know, as Pitt fans, you know, what do we? You know, obviously in this situation, we really don't celebrate the guy anymore because of the, the crap he did. But um, if he um, supposedly hired guys to do this, good lord, man, really? It's I mean, it's one thing that fall guys, but this would be taken to a whole other level. I mean, sending guys to uh, break in and beat the crap out of this per- this this woman. I mean, it just wouldn't. Ma- it just really wouldn't make any sense to do something like that. I mean, here's the thing. Guys, I mean, we all know this with when it comes to breakups. Sometimes with in breakups, almost all the time, if your girl has got something of yours, a lot of times you can ask for it back. But if she doesn't, she doesn't give it back, you're better off just cutting your losses and just leaving it go. Just let leave it be. If she has it, if she, if I mean, if she's got your freaking hoodie or your video game or whatever, and she ain't gonna give it back to you for whatever reason, if it's just or or if it's some stuff you bought for her, for anything else, but if if they're gifts you bought for her, and you want them back, you you can't. You're not gonna always get them back. They're, you gave them to her. You bought them for her. They're hers. So, you just got to leave it go. I mean, if he was trying to evict her, like what I was reading, because I haven't read, totally read all this, 
if he was a vic- trying to evict her from that ho- apartment, uh, I'm not sure what what he was trying to do. Of uh, you, know, I mean, if, you. Know, I mean, if you're trying to evict somebody from an apartment, I mean, you don't you don't beat the crap out of them to get them to leave. So, a lot of times, if you're getting evicted from an apartment, your landlord probably uh, will send somebody to get you out of there. Usually, um, you know, an officer or, or some sort. But that's like a Mario Williams when he um, when he moved when he went to play for Buffalo. And I guess the girl he was engaged to. I guess they split up, and he wanted the engagement ring back. And that's the, the thing is, is you bought that ring for her. She doesn't have to give it back. Although in Texas, there's some rule or some sort where you know where, you ha- where you're supposed to where you we have to give it back. I forget what it is. But from you know me personally, I would I just want to let her have it. I mean, who the fuck wants... I mean, excuse my language. I mean, who wants that back? Especially an engagement ring. Who wants on... I mean... I mean, if I'm a celebrity, sure. You know, I would leave it go. Because, you know, you, you got money to burn. I, I, I'm sure if it's me and if I'm making 60000 a year and I buy a big-ass engagement ring, yeah, I'm probably going to want it back because I want the money back. Or at least I can try to sell the ring you know, and give it to somebody else. I mean, there's ways around it. But who knows? But, you know, it just... With McCoy, we gotta just let the facts play out. I mean, if he had something to do with this, this is... I mean, it's, it's I mean, regardless, in some way, shape, or form, it's just... It's not good for him. I mean, he's gonna be suspended for a few games, and... I mean... You know, who knows... What's gonna go on with this? He may not get suspended. He may get. He may his career might be over regardless if he did it or had some guys do it or not. So he's gonna have to. I guess that's why you hire good legal counseling at this point to uh, to go through all this. So I would just let the facts play on this one. Although people have already, um, you know, I guess they're already tweeting his photos and everything else. So I would just let it go. And just leave it be and let more facts play out, and that's that. I mean, I'm not making excuses for the guy. I mean, I mean, we don't know exactly what happened yet. So, I just want, I just hope this guy, I mean, the guy's turning 30. I mean, if he didn't have anything to do with this, regardless, if he's totally clean of this, he might want to just take a long look at him at his career now and the whatever's around the people if there's people around him and if they, I mean if they're problematic you gotta get rid of that stuff I mean especially when you turn 30 cause it's gonna kill I mean it's gonna kill his career I mean he just can't seem to avoid this type of stuff this type of controversies so you know if he's totally clean and if you know still he has to look at what he's you know Stuff he's you know stuff he's dealing with the people he's surrounding himself with. But if he, I mean, if he did hire some people, then he's pretty much going to have to. It's something he's got to live with, and it's going to probably kill his career. And then if he wants to be in the Hall of Fame, going to kill that too. It's got to kill a lot of stuff because you know a lot of people look up to this guy, especially Pitt fans as well. We love that guy. We celebrate him. And if we find out he, you know, he has something to do with this, this is bad for us because we celebrate the guy. I mean, hell, we celebrate thirteen and nine. 
he was a big part of that game. So what does that do for us? We can't really celebrate that as much anymore because the guy who played in it, you know, you know what I'm saying. I must stop rambling about this. Oh well, guys. You know what? We're going 20 minutes. Have a good, you know, enjoy the rest of the week. Hell a pit. And I'm gonna enjoy Pittsburgh. Enjoy the enjoy the month as well. You know, the, you know. Obviously, one thing I forgot to mention is Pitt did hire a new baseball coach. And you know, I'm about to I was about to kill this, but looks like I'm gonna talk about this for a second. Well, Heather Like obviously, she hired Mike Bell. He's he was associate head coach at Florida State. So Heather obviously she knows what she's doing, and she just she's losing the softball coach who was you know who was the one away from getting us to the NCAA tournament again. And so I'm not done what she's doing. I mean she's she's targeting some really good really good get really good people. So I'm, I'm loving this. So uh, yeah, again guys, enjoy the enjoy the whole thing. Hell to pit by.